Welcome to The Source from the ATA, conversations about telehealth and virtual care from the thought leaders, experts, and visionaries who are working to change the way the world thinks about healthcare. I'm your host, Greg Matthews, and our guest today is Frank Knightum, the Vice President of Global Healthcare Alliances at VMware. Frank joined VMware in 2002 and has been focused solely on the application of virtualization technologies in the life sciences and healthcare provider industry since creating the company's healthcare program in 2007. Today, Frank and I will talk about some of the work that he and his team have been doing to accelerate hospitals' ability to respond rapidly and nimbly to seismic shifts in the industry and take a look at what the future has in store for a company that serves as an important backbone of so much healthcare technology. Frank, thanks so much for being with us on The Source from ATA today. Ah, thanks for having me, Greg. Looking forward to our chat. I've been really intrigued about this conversation because as somebody who has been, I guess I'd say technology adjacent for most of my career, I'm certainly familiar with VMware uh, historically, um, but I'm really, really curious to dive into this conversation about the work that you're doing and have done in healthcare. Um, but before we dive in, Frank, I wonder for the for our guests, we, for our listeners, we like to give them a little bit of context on who we're about to hear from. And so I'm wondering, could you share with us a, a milepost or two from your career that sort of led you to be where you are now at VMware? Sure. I'd uh, love to. So uh, in fact, uh, this November, it'll be 18 years I've been with VMware. Uh, the company was founded in 1998. I joined in 2002 as an around employee 350. We're over 35,000 employees now. Um, wow. Being uh, based in New Jersey, I had the opportunity to work with a lot of major uh, pharmaceuticals in the past and uh, working with, again, all the major pharmaceuticals who seem to have research and development manufacturing offices in New Jersey, we found a common theme among them that it took quite a long time to get infrastructure and applications in these uh, research environments and manufacturing environments that were qualified for the FDA. And mm. we soon found out that we um, could use our technology to help speed that effort, taking things that might have taken months into weeks and hours. So it was at that point in my career, I said, wow, you know, imagine, you know, what this technology could do uh, on the provider side for patient care. And in 2006 or seven, I uh, got the courage to walk in front of our CEO and e-staff and put a presentation together and proposal to see, you know, what this amazing technology could do to uh, foster better patient care. And since that time, uh, 2006, we've been on a, a grand mission that, uh, you know, we could take this technology and good people and bring them together and really improve patient uh, outcomes. So looking, looking forward to our conversation today. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Frank. And I, I'm, I'm really curious. I know um, that obviously uh, VMware has been a part of the sort of the healthcare technology infrastructure for a long time. Uh, some people may be more familiar with that than others, but as I understand it, you've had sort of a unique opportunity over the last six or seven months to work with your healthcare customers um, and I'm curious if you could tell us a little bit about what that experience has been like. How are those customers leveraging uh, the digital infrastructure and technology solutions that you're offering to empower their patients? Sure. You know, uh, our, our first, you know, big transformation in healthcare was, right, how do you move this uh, system from paper to digital? And VMware was a big part of ensuring these electronic medical records ended up on a platform that was secure, agile. You know, we, we've 
We were working with the EMR manufacturers to figure out how do you deliver this uh, securely, how do you manage it, and how do you secure it. And a lot of our customers, uh, you know, again, nine out of 10 hospitals is a VMware customer that runs their electronic medical record and packs and imaging systems on VMware. Uh, but, you know, what I'll say over the last seven months and looking at that transformation journey we've been on, uh, you know, let's 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 cut to the chase. I, I think the last seven months has changed everything we do, whether, you know, your society or governments, personal mm. family, friends, what have you. Uh, but I think the last seven months has exposed that, you know, in many cases, our healthcare systems or apps, facilities, data research patients continue to be you know, relatively siloed. Uh, we all sort of use our own applications, connect, and, you know, there's still hospitals using faxes out there. But, you know, when you look at that last mile in our, you know, in some cases, that last meter of care delivery, you know, it still requires an extraordinary amount of heavy lifting. And I think, you know, we see these yard signs all around the world about healthcare heroes. It was really those heroes that really had to do a lot of that heavy lifting. So what I'd say, what I'd seen in the last seven months is this disparity between systems that have been farther down their digital transformation journey uh, versus mm -hmm. ones who have not and have and have nots. If, if you look at how caregivers have consumed technology, a good example, you know, for the for the most part, you know, forgive the pun, it's been really clinical in nature, stiff, rigid, unaccommodating to how they actually deliver care. And, you know, here's a computer, here's a mouse, here's your password and log in and have fun. And mm -hmm. I, I think now it's the, the pandemic has said, well, now I don't need to, I have to deliver care in different ways with different apps and different locations. And we've seen this, you know, again, with telehealth, but this consumerization of healthcare, whether you're a patient or a caregiver, you know, you need to deliver care on any device, any application. So mm -hmm. that's, uh, you know, the last seven months has been pretty transformational. I think it's actually given us all a kick in the uh, rear to get to get going. I can imagine. And honestly, I think if, if I can read back to you what you're saying, it sounds like the work that you're doing now requires an extraordinary amount of agility uh, and flexibility from a technology perspective. Am I reading you right there? Yeah, I, I absolutely. I think in the past, it's use this device, use this application, this scenario from this manufacturer, and that's no longer the case. Uh, we have mm. to be any manufacturer, any device, any cloud. So that agility is key, whether you have to throw up a pop-up tent in a high school parking lot or <laughs> be able to deliver telehealth, teleradiology from uh, your bedroom. That's right. And I bet you've seen it all over the last six months. Some, seen some pretty amazing things. And again, uh, it's you know, it, it's empowering these healthcare folks to actually do their job and not letting technology get in the way. Yeah. You know, you mentioned uh, the impact of sort of the haves and have nots from a technology perspective. And I guess I'm curious if we could dive a little deeper there. Um, as you look at the at the organizations that you work with, what parts of the of the technology do you think that the, your customer organizations were well prepared uh, for in terms of handling the pandemic? And what are some of the things that may have caught them off guard really coming out of left field? You know, I, um, we've had a rich history of uh, working with our end user computing solutions. And how do you deliver an application, uh, again, on any device, whether it be an Apple, an Android, how do you deliver that EMR, that radiology solution to any device. I think, you know, given the amount of time and effort we've spent on that and our customers' adoption of that, I think that was a um, something that our customers were really excited about. Well, if I can deliver this application inside the four walls, 
I can use this VMware technology to deliver that application again from their living room, from their sofa, mm. what have you. I think that's uh, the the most exciting thing that we've seen, and our customers have responded in kind. And it are there are there places that you feel like we were really unprepared? Uh, the danger zones, traps that people fell into as a part of that process. You know, I, I don't. Um, maybe I'll take it from a different angle. I think. Prior to COVID, there's always been this, you know, hesitancy about the cloud in healthcare. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric Schmidt, when he was at Google, uh, at Hims, I think it was four or five years ago, said, don't walk to the cloud, run to the cloud. <laughs> and at that point, everybody was like, I'm not sure if it's safe, secure. And I think that that's probably been our biggest thing. It's overnight, the cloud for healthcare has become really real very quickly, whereas Again, in the past, there might have been a hesitancy about putting critical systems out there. Uh, and I think the other piece there has been, well, it's not just about the public cloud. It's 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 not and it's not or it's and. How do I use mm. all these applications, SaaS applications, public cloud, my internal applications, and combine them together uh, to provide the best uh, IT solution and business solution for for the hospital? So, yeah, I think that that. Cloud overnight became uh, solidified in healthcare for the rest of our careers. Fascinating, and I, I I'm really curious about that, and I want to I want to explore it a little further because it sounds as though even though the pandemic has been a tremendous blow in just about every aspect of our lives, as you as you called out, there may be some silver linings that come out of this. In other words, people were forced to do some of those things. Um, that they had been reluctant to try before. And, and, you know, maybe the burning platform didn't exist for that to happen. But now, all of a sudden, we've gotten this enormously broader set of experiences from a technology perspective. How much of that do you think is going to shift technology priorities going forward for your customers? What are the things that you think are going to really continue to be invested in as we move through and, and ultimately out of the pandemic period? Uh, great question. Well, we, we have a report coming out that uh, we're going to sneak preview at the uh, ETA HLT conference, uh, a study we did with the MIT Technology Review. And we're, we're getting data points back from what have taken 10 years in terms of a digital transformation plan going from 10 years to 10 weeks into months. So um, again, I, I think the way we plan uh, for IT, the way we pay for IT, the way we deploy IT is going to change forever. Um, I, I guess one of the you know silver linings here that we saw was uh, you know typically a hospital had to you know purchase you know a commercial off-the-shelf software to get something done. That's historically mm. healthcare has done that. But again, the, the pandemic had stressed the system to say you know what. I need that app, but it just doesn't do what I need it to do or collect the data or pull the data in. And, you know, this app modernization, how can we quickly deploy and build applications that can do contact tracing, that can connect me with patients, that can, you know, check for PPE inventory, where I don't have to go out to the marketplace and settle for what's out there. Uh, We've seen our app modernization software and this quick development of applications really transform uh, the way hospitals look at uh, uh, IT. So we're, we're excited about that. I think that's the silver lining that really, again, pushes healthcare IT forward. And, you know, again, you don't have to be a hospital. Lots of developers, they get this done. Uh, in the same way that we've made IT easy, we're looking to uh, 
make that easy button for modern applications. I'm really curious about that aspect in particular because you're you're, you're right. As it's one of those things where I don't know that healthcare organizations have necessarily felt empowered in the past um, to be able to develop or you know highly customize the solutions they use from a technology perspective. And I'm really curious about what are some of the things um, that VMware does. Uh, to facilitate that. Can you talk a little bit about that app modernization uh, platform or solution? Sure. No, if a uh, great analogy, you know, if uh, you're going to build your own car, your own data center, it's, it's finding the best of breed uh, parts and pieces and putting them together. You know, this idea of uh, developing new applica- modern applications is there's a lot of libraries, a lot of logic that has already been built. There's public data sets uh, that can be accessed. Uh, so if, if I can take all of those things that have been built already and put them together much quicker in a much standardized way, I don't have to have 150 developers on staff that know every different single language, every iteration of how to deploy that architecture. I, I build this application, I I put it in a VM or I can put it in a Kubernetes container. I can run that application in my data center. And if I need mm-hmm. scale, I can right-click that and put it in a public cloud. I think that's that what's that's what excites customers. That you know, I've always wanted that functionality, but I just couldn't find anywhere. So so I'm gonna build it myself. And it's it's uh, we've made that possible. That is remarkable. And I guess it makes me curious, just from a VMware business perspective, you know, we think about VMware as a as a technology-oriented solution. Has this allowed you to, I guess, be a little more consultative with your customers? Uh, and maybe maybe my maybe I'm mistaken in my premise from the, from the get-go, but it seems like it could be a real opportunity for you to to bring a whole new level of market awareness to these customers that tend to be fairly inwardly focused, at least from a technology perspective. Yeah, you know, I think that's a great point. You know, for for many years. Uh, I think we've got typecast as, hey, that's that VMware saved me millions and millions of dollars when server consolidation and uh, really transformed how we think of IT. Because if you think about, you know, the atomic nucleus of cloud computing, it was this idea that we formed back in Stanford in 1998 is, you know, allow this uh, infrastructure to do many things at the same time. But we all know the world lives and dies by the application. So with all these great applications coming out, uh, there's a lot of uh, legacy debt in healthcare. How do, how do I take modern applications, legacy applications, uh, and, and make them more secure, make them easier to deploy? Because uh, not all of us are going to have um, open checkbooks to, to develop all these applications and run them the right. best places. So, our value prop as it has always been is yes, you know, yes, we can run your traditional application. Yes, we can run your new modern application in the same way that VMware was founded. Yes, we can take your VM and run it on any platform. Um, you know, taking that one step forward in applications becomes really powerful because that, that same idea how this atomic nucleus of virtualization really spawn uh, public cloud computing, we really think app modernization is really going to do the same uh, same thing on the app side. That is really exciting. Um, and it, it actually leads me back to something that you raised earlier. You know, you're, you're talking with customers who in, in some cases are still using fax machines. Paper is still very much a thing, but 
when we think about it realistically, everything has gone digital now um, and will be, you know, exclusively digital for, for all practical purposes uh, in the very near future. How has that impacted the way that your customers think about security uh, in, a, in a fully digital world? You know, as we moved care outside the four walls of the hospital, we, we call it care at the edge. How, how do you take great tools, great data and move it out to the edge of the hospital? I mean, it, mm. edge of the hospital being a clinic, a parking lot into the patient's home. I think, you know, it, it's almost a, tri- a triple cyber threat here, this rapid expansion of the attack surface, right? We're moving these things that were protected inside the four walls, things, mm-hmm. pumps, uh, phones, what have you outside. I think that's been a concern and uh, something we're focusing on. Number two, it's, you know, you always kick somebody when they're down. I mean, hospitals are just doing whatever they can to take care of patients, keep the doors open, be able to bring elective surgery back in. This uh, We've seen a rise in cyber attacks taking advantage of this right now. So, uh, one of the areas that uh, we, we've always talked about is our intrinsic security, that security shouldn't be a bolt-on. It should mm. be baked into everything uh, we do and every solution that uh, we, we provide. And I think that's one of the things that we really need to focus on as an industry, not just VMware as a technology vendor, but we as an industry need to come together and wrap our arms around this. If we are really going to democratize healthcare and get it at the edge, um, one of those key things is the patient and the uh, caregiver trusting the infrastructure and applications that they're using. Because if they don't trust it, I think that's going to uh, you know ho- hold back uh, better outcomes. It totally makes sense. And I guess in in that light, you've we've seen a whole different breed of interactions between patients and their healthcare providers happening during the pandemic. And I guess. I'm curious whether you could share some examples with us about how the technology has actually helped to improve outcomes. How? What are some stories that you can tell about the role that VMware played in uh, really facilitating that that explosion in changes of uh, of interaction? Sure, uh, great story. Uh, uh, we have a public facing uh, case on this with uh, MD Anderson. So for, for many years, uh, VMware has enabled hospitals uh, to deploy any application in what we call, the industry calls virtual desktop infrastructure. Uh, we call it VMware Horizon. And that allows them to take, whether it be an electronic medical record, a imaging system, and remote that session anywhere to a thin client, to a mobile device, outside the hospital securely, even inside the hospital. What MD Anderson did uh, was quite remarkable. So in order to get these radiologists to continue to work and, and, and care for patients, they wanted to make sure they could get them out of the hospital and still be productive. So again, mm-hmm. we were always able to remote imaging solutions uh, external to the hospital, but we took uh, we, we tuned it up. We, we took our software-defined uh, uh, WAN technology called VeloCloud and put that in between the hospital and the radiologist. And basically what that does uh, in layman's terms, it, it takes bad network connections and provides that radiologist on the other side to view that image, to scroll through that image, to zoom into that image as if they were sitting inside the four walls of the hospital. And again, now they could be at their dining room table, at their uh, vacation home. Patient comes in uh, with critical conditions. 
they can open up their iPad, dial in, take a quick look at that uh, and, uh, and, and help. So I think that's probably been one of the more transformational stories we, we've heard. That's amazing, and it's 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 one of those things that sounds like a small thing, uh, you know, when we think about the sort of the sexy technology out there. But that's that's the whole game right there. If the professional isn't able to do their job virtually, they it's just impossible. Well, right? For, I mean, for many years we've all been able to work from home, but yeah, mission actually had to be in the hospital to do charting or what have you. And mm-hmm. interestingly enough, years ago, we heard that uh, from physicians, we've given their life back, that they can actually do their work and they don't have to be uh, in the hospital. They can actually see the baseball game, see the basketball game, uh, go to the uh, parent-teacher conference. So, yeah, it's, uh, it, that's, what, uh, that's what makes being in healthcare fun. Yeah, what a welcome piece of feedback when we hear, you know, so many stories about things that are making life harder for the healthcare professionals to have something that truly is a game changer in terms of, you know, enabling them to as you say, get their life back. That's uh, that's pretty remarkable. Yes, it is. It's uh, again, why we all got into healthcare. Yeah, absolutely. So, I'm I'm wondering if you would be willing, Frank, to give us a little bit of a sneak peek. Um, you've obviously sort of had a ringside seat to the way that a lot of hospitals are evolving uh, their digital transformation. And you you know you talked about the process going from ten years to ten weeks in some cases. Are there some particular areas that you're really interested in focusing on now? Uh, anything stand out as a strategic priority? Uh, having gone through this experience, yeah, you know what? I, specifically from a telehealth uh, perspective, we're we're really bullish on this. Again, this is something we've been uh, being able to provide applications uh, remotely for well well over a decade now. But again, it's it's not just about remoting that image. It's how how do you allow that application to be consumed easier on any device, uh, whether hmm. you know, that application is in you know, a public cloud or private. So I would say this, you know, again, and it goes back to our MIT study, which Sanjay Poonin, our CEO, has a keynote at uh, the HLTHATA conference is, you know, 89% of our healthcare leaders think that this is going to accelerate. And I guess, personally, telemedicine is something that we're going to put a lot of time and energy to it. So this past week, we actually had our worldwide user conference, World uh, VMworld 2020, and we announced uh, this solution called uh, VMware Secure uh, Access Service Edge. So think about this as what I described as the technology that enabled the MD Anderson radiologist to work at home, but take it a step further where it's cloud deployable. It's not only cloud ready, it's cloud first. It can be consumed from any public cloud uh, provider out there. Again, it's not or, it's and if, the, if mm. the hospital uses any of the public cloud providers, they can access it that way. It uh, helps prioritize uh, application network traffic. So again, if you're on, we've all been on these uh, virtual calls and your video starts going out or your, uh, the, your voice starts cracking, that, that's okay for a conversation like this, but not if you're providing care uh, remotely. So again, our virtualization right. of technologies and AI allows that application to be prioritized to say, you know, it's really important that that image get priority over somebody watching Netflix uh, <laughs> on the uh, right. downstairs. So I think that combined with, you know, this transparent security, the, the last thing we want to do is somebody remote or anybody having to worry about security or making sure they click the right buttons before they got into that session. Again, 
our vision of healthcare and security is intrinsic. It, it just baked in. So we're really excited about uh, uh, Secure Access Service Edge. We, we under the guise of care at the edge. Well, this makes security transparent. It makes the application and network uh, work the way they should. And again, provide that clinician or patient at the other end the experience that that they, that they deserve. It's interesting because I think now we've seen what can happen when we finally have both the demand for telehealth, which obviously has exploded uh, in the last six months. We've seen the supply of telehealth in terms of clinicians and uh, provider organizations jumping on board because there really was no other choice. We haven't always thought in the middle about okay, now that the supply and demand exist, how do we marry those things together? And it feels like that's exactly where VMware is sitting in this equation. Is that is that a fair uh, metaphor? Perfect. Again, uh, our digital foundation for healthcare is and, not or. Uh, mm. all for all too long, I think hospitals and everybody was like, this is what you get, how you get it. This is, your car is black, it's got four tires and you know, sometimes you need something different from that. And, uh, you know, this, you know, what VMware was, again, founded in 1998. For over 20 years, we've been the digital foundation uh, for, for most enterprises, uh, and uh, especially in healthcare. And, you know, when that opportunity comes, that situation, whether it be, um, you know, a COVID surge, whether it's be, you know, an M&A between two hospitals, it's all about providing that hospital that facility with the agility it needs uh, to say, yes, we can do that. No, we'll have to wait eight months or it has to fit inside hmm. this box. And, uh, you know, we need, it needs to be very safe. Uh, you know, the resiliency of a healthcare infrastructure, if, uh, you know, one person accidentally kicking a cord shouldn't bring down the whole hospital. It has to have built-in resiliency like, like public clouds in your own data center. And finally, like I said, around trust and security, you know, it's been a tough couple of weeks in healthcare with cybersecurity attacks. Uh, you know, it's the worst time uh, for these attackers to be uh, attacking our healthcare infrastructure. So we want to make sure it's healthcare security is built in, whether it be at the endpoint, whether it be at the application layer, the, the data center. That's that's really uh, key to us. You'll start hearing a lot more about what we're going to do to help our healthcare customers around security. Man, that's exciting. I have to say, this has been a real uh, revelation to me, Frank, really understanding uh, so much more about what has been sort of the silent underpinning of the healthcare technology industry for such a long time uh, coming to the fore again. So I, I really appreciate you sharing all that you have about some of the exciting work that you're doing. And I guess as we close out this episode, I'd like to take a step back from VMware, take a step back from pandemic. And just as somebody who's been working in the healthcare technology space for a long time, I'm curious whether you have some advice that you would give to organizations that are really looking to power up their digital transformation and and really change the way that they deliver care. You know what? I, I continue to have always said this is, uh, you know, challenge the healthcare ecosystem, you know, Challenge us with the hard problem, you know, as an engineering company, as a technology company, and, you know, we have a, a very mature healthcare program with some great leading uh, experts on staff, but sometimes, you know, you're, you're not going to always get it right. So I, I would, I would challenge our customers in the ecosystem to listen more and talk less. Uh, there, there are instances over my career at VMware where 
uh, a hospital had come up and say, or e- even a, a nursing, you know, going on rounds with a nurse saying, you know, if we could just do that. And what turned out to them to seem to be a very hard problem, insurmountable, when we bring it back to engineering, they said, well, I, I didn't even realize that was an issue. We can we can do that in a couple hours. So I guess that would be my, my, uh, my feedback is, you know, challenge us because that's the only way technology is going to marry to patient care uh, to, to, to help us all. So you know, please continue to challenge us. Man, that is, a, that is a very hopeful way to conclude this episode. I really appreciate that. Um, Frank, thanks so much for being with us. Uh, for our listeners, uh, definitely look for VMware at the uh, HLTH ATA uh, conference that is coming up very soon. Um, Frank, thanks again and uh, best of luck to you and VMware. Yes, thank you very much, Greg. I appreciate it. Everybody stay safe. Thanks for listening to The Source from the ATA. We want to hear from you. What topics should we cover? Who would you like to hear from? To share your comments and suggestions, and for more information about the ATA, telehealth, and virtual care, please visit our website, americantelemed.org, and our American Telemed accounts on LinkedIn and Twitter. Finally, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and share this podcast on your favorite platforms. It really makes a difference. Copyright 2020 ATA. All rights reserved.